This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the show where if you hang up, don't even come tomorrow. If you hang up, don't even come. Ooh, all right. God, Do you, he's, he's, he's scary. scary. Yes, yes. <laughs> Guys, my name's Amy. I'm here at my bestie staff, and we are Little Miss Recap, and we are here to take on what a lot of other people won't take on, and that is Prison Brides. Prison Brides. Because when I hear that there's a show with beautiful beautiful uh-huh. people uh-huh. coming to the United States to marry their prisoners and there's maybe a 90 day fiance situation there's definitely a love after lockup situation I'm here for it oh it's so weird so this is the first time I'm really watching one of these and welcome I'm, to the prison shows I'm obsessed mm-hmm. it's not good mm-hmm. not yeah. well for me it's not do you agree just right off the bat do you okay. agree these women are beautiful yes of course they are like I think I have a crush on Aaron. Oh, Australian. Yeah, blonde. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is gorgeous and she's beautiful. Savea, the dark haired one from Germany, looks mm-hmm. just like Meghan Merkel. Oh, I see that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I don't I don't love Emma. Don't oh, me. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll get there, but Okay. Some of these are disasters mm-hmm. waiting time. to happen. I, I, Big time. I also want to talk just for one second about Joseph, the prisoner. Holy hell is he hot. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I knew Come it was on. coming. 
<laughs> Come on, dude. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. Um, I need to know more about how one takes the plunge to just. Oh, I can speak to this. Prisoner? I can like, speak to this. Yes. Me. Please help so there's, me. So after watching Love After Lockup faithfully for like 17,000 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few things. Okay. I want to, I want to just say we're off the bat that we imprison too many people wrongfully in this country. We imprison people for the wrong reasons. We imprison them too long, whatever mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So there are some prisoners who we see on these shows who are good people who got a raw deal, who can be rehabilitated, who come okay. out of prison and live good lives. Okay. That aside. Well, right. Of course. That aside. All right. I think for some women, what I have seen in the past, especially on Love After Lockup, is the idea that their man, quote unquote, is in jail. Like they know where he is. It's secure. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about it. Like, there's a weird insecurity being met, I think, sometimes. And then for some people, for an even smaller sect of the population, I think a lot of it is, like, a little bit of a kink. Like, I'm I'm marrying the bad boy. He's going to reform for me. Oh. You know what I mean? And and I also think, like, it's such a difficult – you're putting such high expectations on these prisoners. Like when they come out, they come out with nothing. First of all, let's just say that they come out with nothing. I mean, Michael they, came out carrying a garbage bag. That's literally what these men come it's out of jail insane. with. Yes, yes. So like do you think? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, do you okay. think in like it's like a control thing almost for these women? I don't know. I I, I have to get to know them a little better to yeah. to figure out exactly True. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But if you think. That little Amy Archer, 14, 15, 16 years old, who didn't want to, like, save the bad boys from themselves, would not have dated a prisoner. You are wrong. A little Amy Archer, 100 million percent would have dated a prisoner. Yes. Little Stephanie McLean would not. Wait, it sounds to me when I say that would be little. Okay. 18-year-old Amy would have married a prisoner. Yes. Mm -hmm. Who Mm -hmm. also is just a little baby when we're thinking about an 18 year old. Yes. But no, dude, little Stephanie would not have, she would have been terrified, but you told, yes, this is why, this Mm -hmm. is why we work. (laughs) This is why I am a problem. This is why I am in therapy. This is why Amy is problematic. Everyone. Mm -hmm. I have real problematic takes. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. Like I said, David Koresh was cute. Well, I mean, he kind of (laughs) was. Again, it is the stance of Little Miss Recap that David Koresh is a bad man. He is a bad man. <laughs> oh, God. We're if you don't think I would have swung over there to those Branch Davidians if he had talked to me in a music store, you're wrong. You're wrong. God, I would have been there. Guys, this is what I'm dealing with. If, any, if you're listening, please feel some sort of empathy for me. If you're because... still listening, if you haven't shut it off by now. <laughs> So the way that this works, though, is usually, you know, I'm used to the TLC Matt Sharp formula, which is Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiance. And usually there's like, I don't know, six decent couples or I mean, six terrible couples and like one that you're rooting for, one that you're like, okay, this could, you know, 
Here, I feel like this is the reverse. I feel like we might have some decent couples, but one is clearly a disaster waiting to happen. A huge disaster. Yeah. Because another thing, let me get back to my point. Another thing is these relationships often fail. There's There's some exclusions, okay? But even like Brittany and Marcelino was, we thought, we thought they were the couple that was going to make it from Love After Lockup for so long. That eventually fell apart too. Mm-hmm. It always does because these people come out of prison. They literally have nothing. They can't get a job. They don't have any money. They have their clothes in a bag. They can't rent apartments. Like it's real, real bad in this country to try to come back from a prison sentence. So, yeah. you know, but they also don't have life experience because a lot of them went to jail young. And these yes. women take them out and they want them to be like instant dad. Yep, like, yep, come yep. come be the dad to my kid, be my husband, act like prison never happened. And they have to, like, work through the trauma of having been in prison. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah. so triggering, though. This Michael dude is so triggering for me. Michael I- is, girl, you need to run. You mm-hmm. need Please. to run. I have so many thoughts about her. I don't even know if you want to jump in. Or yeah, let's jump in. But we're going to start with Faya and Joseph. All right. All right. Hottie, right. hottie, Joseph. H H J. So the cast that we meet, we meet three couples this episode. Yep. This is season one, episode one, A Strange Situation. And we meet Svea. She's from Germany. She's a midwife. Which, do you have a comment uh, here? I mean, yeah, it's my dream job. Okay. I knew you would. Pause for comment. Pause for comment. Okay. Yes. If anyone knows me, you know that from the time I've been able to speak, I've wanted to be a midwife. Not me. No thing. I yeah, run from birth. No. No. But, like, it's hard for me to imagine that somebody that, I don't know, it's just so hard for me to wrap my brain around how anyone ends up in a situation like this. And I know that's like a really- Of her dating? To say. A prisoner? Yeah. I'm just still, please bear with me. This whole thing is so new to me. I've never watched any of these shows. We're going to get you through it. We're going to get you through it. I'm just, I'm just, it's just hitting me. I will tell you that on Love After Lockup, it is usually women who have been through some shit who start dating prisoners because they have trust issues, they have trauma, they've been in bad relationships, possible abuse, and and somebody being in prison feels safe to them Mm -hmm. in a weird way. Mm -hmm. It's it's a whole mentality. Yeah. It totally makes sense when you say it. It's Mm -hmm. just I've never act like I've just never thought of it because I don't like this is just blowing my mind. The whole thing's blowing my mind. I'm very sheltered in the world of dating prisoners. Well, that's good. So we're going to meet Savea, and she looks like Meghan Merkle. And she was an online student, and out of boredom one day, she decided to become pen pals with the prisoner. And she said, do you remember when I was working at that correspondence school and I was grading the prisoner's essays and I I was crying all the time and I had to quit? I do. Mm-hmm. I you guys, this is my life. Because I was like life. writing back to them, like, come stay with me when you get out of there. Like, I, I hate was, you. So, and they weren't men. They were, it was a women's prison. I was just so yeah. moved by their stories. I was like, I want to take them all home with me. Then I taught this poetry class and in prison, like in the Lackawanna County Jail, we went over to there and taught prisoners poetry. You did? How did yes. I not know this? Yes. When I was, when I worked at the university. Oh, and okay. 
I I became way too friendly with some of them. And I was like giving them my email and my yeah. phone number. And the woman who runs the program's like, I just don't think this is a good fit for you. <laughs> yeah. Just- um, Amy. <laughs> Prisoner 101. <laughs> I know. I just we don't give out our personal I feel, information. I just feel so bad for them. Anyway, okay. So she decided well, that I she need could to say, stop. please, oh, <laughs> you feel bad for them. Why? Because they committed crimes? No, 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 no. I feel, I feel bad for a lot of women in prison because I think prison is a tough place for women. And I think that especially women who have to give birth in prison. Do you know, I just learned this. From Love After Lockup the other day. Okay. That if you have a baby in prison, that baby gets its own prisoner number and gets released from prison with you. No. Like that's No, that's of course. Bad. Of course I didn't know this. I it's know bad. nothing about prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's bad. Oh. So and and I'm not saying people who d- commit crimes don't deserve to go to prison. Of course they no, do. I know that. But, like I'm they need using. The the social justice warrior in me just feels like they need a better helping hand when they get out to become more productive I, members I, of society. I know. I have okay. I act that is actually a topic that I have many thoughts on. Okay. But not fit for this podcast. Okay. So um Svea is matched with oh, so she decides she came out of a shitty relationship and she decided, you know, I'm just gonna go balls to the wall here and I'm gonna say whatever I want to this prisoner because yes. he can't tell anyone and he can't yep. run away. See, it's already see. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. Svea is matched with Joseph, 30, armed robbery and assault, serving eleven years. And I just wrote hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph said and then when he starts talking, he's even hotter. So Joseph says his friends were skeptical because of how hot this girl was. And they were like, she's not real. There's no way this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Now we see Svea's mom, Dorothea. And I love Dorothea. Me too. (laughs) Because Svea's like, I just gave her like his first name and like last initial. And I came back in and my mother had the entire rap sheet pulled up. She knew where he lived, where he grew up, who he was, what he did. And I was so like, great. this would be, this would yeah. totally be me as a mom. Yeah. And did I mention, yeah, I mentioned she's from Germany. Okay. And but mom, how about um, how, okay, go ahead. But how about how she's talking to the mom and she says something about how, well, he committed, he didn't commit a nice crime and or something like that. And I'm like, crimes are nice or not nice? <laughs> like what? So nice. She nuts. goes, the crime wasn't nice. Yes, 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 yes. That's what she said. So they have a quick lunch. Mom asks if Joseph has taken any money from her, and she says no. They talk about his crime. He was 19. He was robbing somebody with a gun for a gun. And Mom is like, but he had a gun. And it's so mm-hmm. – and they do talk about it later, but it's so yep. weird to hear them talk about gun gun fever know. in America. Mm-hmm. And um, Asfaya says, you can read all the court docs. You can look through everything, Mom. No one got hurt. And she's like, oh, I've already I did. Yeah. <laughs> I love this mother. (laughs) So Joseph says, I will never forget. Now, this was interesting. Interesting choice of words here for him. Okay. Because he doesn't say, I'll never forget the man, the face of the man that I hurt. Mm. He says, I will never forget the face of the man I, and he paused and says, terrified. And I thought, this shows that he's been thinking about this. Mm -hmm. He understands that he has terrorized somebody. Yeah. And he says, I'm ashamed of it. I'm really ashamed of it. I mean, he was 19, you know? That's yes. got to be. I mean, he was little baby Joseph. And and to be fair, like, 
if you've ever been, I've never, never personally been held up with a gun, but I know people who have, it is so traumatic. I Even if that imagine. trigger is never pulled, that person is literally terrified for the rest of their life. So can't imagine it is, it is not a victimless crime. So I grew up in a house where guns, I mean, my parents weren't like gun toting maniacs, yeah, but yeah, my yeah. dad was a hunter and I grew yeah. up, you know, around guns. And I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they were always in like a thing and we yeah. never had like access to them, but like we respected them and all of the things, but I'm still terrified of guns. Oh, absolutely. Me too. I'm still terrified of them. When I was a little kid one time, my uncle Joe was an avid hunter and he gave my dad, my dad claims it was a pellet gun, but I don't know what it was. I'm going to stop you kind of- before you even go any further. Just the idea of Mr. B and a gun is terrifying enough. <laughs> My dad has gone deeper now, so I don't even want to talk about it. No, I don't like this. No, Mr. B. So um, he gave my dad – I grew up in a house where there were no guns, Mm -hmm. and my uncle gave my dad this this rifle. And my parents used to go out every Friday and Saturday night. My dad was in a band. They would go out. My dad would play. And one time they were – I think they were down the donkey, I want to say. Oh, my God, the donkey. And we always knew where they were going because we were able to call them because we were left home alone because Gen X. And (laughs) – I found the gun in the closet and I started losing my shit and I was like crying hysterical and I called my mom and dad. They had to come home. My dad had to get rid of the gun. (laughs) My dad had to get rid of the gun. (laughs) Because I was losing my shit, dude. I was like 10. (laughs) And you were snooping in their closet because that's what we did. I was snooping in their closet 100%. We all did it. Don't Mm -hmm. even – Guys, in our backdoor friends, if anyone, if you have not snooped in a closet. backdoor friends have snooped through lying. a lot of closets. Yeah. Come on. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, so let's get back to this. So anyway, my point is it's not victimless crime. I'm sure he did terrify that man. Oh, and sure. I'm glad he's thinking that way. So later, Svea shows up at uh, at Joseph's grandmother's house in Chicago. Love grandma. She's I love adorable. grandma too. We learned that she raised him, and it sounds like she raised a lot of the other grandchildren as well. Yeah. Grandma loves Svea. She says Svea has been a great influence on Joseph. And then we see Grandma Jerry. Mm-hmm. No, Gra- Grandma Jerry? Is that her name? Yeah. Mm. Svea and Kent, who is Joseph's cousin, who's amazing. Can we they talk about his shirt? They all meet at a skating rink. Yeah, let's talk about the shirt. Away. All right. So he's wearing like a yellow shirt. <laughs> That has some kind of like sequin panda bear on it or something. I love it. I love it. You know what it reminds me of? I need to find panda. What is it? Comment panda, what Mary Brown does in her Friday with friends when you're trying to buy it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Comment panda. Comment panda. Mm -hmm. All right. I need to find this shirt. Much how you found the portal to the cat universe. Dimension. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I need the sequin panda shirt so bad. So if anyone is listening, you're on it. Backdoor friends are going to find that shirt. Okay, and me. he's in Chicago, so it's sold. It's sold statewide, it so you can find be. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Svea tells us that she is surprised because Joseph loves to k- skate so much; he's like obsessed with it. Yeah, I She's know. Like, I, I didn't this. see this coming. I know. We need footage of Joseph skating. We need him and, doing the skate backwards. I know. But how about like they're showing like scenes in the skate away? Because I can't not call it skate away. Yeah. 
And there's like a girl in the back who looks like she's figure skating, like with her leg yes. up in the air. Yes, like, I saw her. They're taking this shit seriously. Like this, this is isn't like, just yeah, your no joke. No, this isn't just like your run of the mill '80s skate away mm-hmm. where you're just going to make out with boys on the mushroom seats. Like no, no. this is no. like their <laughs> hardcore professional <laughs> skaters. This is not. Sitting at Skate Away in 1988, just no. praying for them to play honestly by Striper so that yes. you could couple skate yes. with the boy that you're you're designing on. Oh my God. As my grandma would say, the boy you have designs on. Designs on. All right. So Svea is getting ready to head over to the prison now to see Joseph. Uh, they're chatting on the way there. And he's doing some, you know, I want 10 kids. I want to live in the country. And... She's like getting all horned up in the back of that car. He says something about how he can't wait to ride horses together so he can talk about their issues. <laughs> like, what is in this what world? I don't know. <laughs> but in what world do we just buy horses so we can talk about our shit on a horse? <laughs> like, what? I loved this I love so Joseph. much. So she comes out of the visit. She is smiling ear to ear. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened in that visit, but there were hands. There, no, but I think there were hands that were disappearing. Are they allowed mean. to do that? I've never visited. It wasn't a conjugal visit. And okay. depending on what he's in there for and what population he's with, she might not even be able to touch him. So I don't know. So that was a question that I had because I, I admittedly, I know nothing about prison, clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like conjugal visit, like that's a real thing yeah. that people can do. That's a real like, thing. We don't see it a lot. I sound on Love so After stupid. But I don't know. I don't know if there's a difference. Like, uh, backdoor friends come at us and set us yeah. free. If any yeah. of you know the difference here, like, can you only have conjugal visits if it's a, like, if you have a life sentence or if you've committed a felony? Like, what what's the difference? But I also want to know, like, why is that allowed? Well, I mean, they strip, they don't strip search you, but they search you down. They make sure, you know, and you go in, you have sex and you leave. But why are they allowed to have sex if they're not allowed, like, I think you're only allowed to do it with a spouse. I understand that, but my but I don't is, know. I mean, why? I guess they consider it a physical need. It probably helps with the the uh, rage in the population. Do you know what I mean? Like, let people have sex. I don't know. Huh. I, we're gonna. We sound this, like idiots. We no. sound like idiots. We can't. I'm totally fine with sex. Like please an come at us. Please set it. Like we literally need the correct no. information. Please give it to us. I'm, <laughs> I'm asking because I out of like a genuine curiosity no, no, I know. like i it's like i'm being ignorant but i it's i truly don't know i know but i'm trying to answer and i think i'm giving all the wrong information <laughs> so please come at us guys and and that's sincere like like somebody start a thread and tell us when please. conjugal visits happen and when they don't okay so she's been talking this whole time about like whether or not she's gonna love his scent and yes. she's like i loved it i loved it and yeah, she, she like, like he smells good yeah she rattles something off in german that's Mm-hmm. Like a little phrase. Yeah, that the, the German the phrase is, oh, I don't have it. Yeah. I think I, I would have that. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was in German. I can it basic, speak English. It basically means like love the smell of the yeah. person you love or something. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was an endearing. Like it was a yeah, term yeah, of endearment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, to repeat it, don't. <laughs> she wasn't like yelling at him in German. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we have Aaron and Michael. Ooh. Aaron, my girl. I really like this girl. She I like, is moving to no. Ohio from Brisbane, Australia. I fucking hate her. Really? I, she left her child. Well, Fuck her. Yeah, we'll talk Fuck about her. 
We'll I know. I hate her. So I about that. I so, fucking hate her. No. Mm-mm. So they've been. I give everybody grace until I hear their story. No, I don't. Not when you're okay. a mother. You don't get grace from me. Sorry. So I'm also been, a child that's been left for a man by my mother. True. So that's like true. I you look at to. this from yes. different a different lens, and it's never okay. I'm sorry. I fucking hate her, and she deserves every piece of bullshit he gives her. Sorry. Okay. So they've been together <gasps> be for canceled for three that. years, and she says this is the most serious relationship that she's ever had. And Michael says, Aaron has made a world of difference. I've never had a close relationship with a woman. That's a red flag. I know. Aaron and her mom have a catch up about her move. I love how they talk. Catch up. I know. And Aaron says, she just wants to be in America, in Ohio. Like, fuck this noise of, but I don't know if you picked up on this. Her mom picked them up and moved them for a man. Yeah, I did. In the backstory, and it sounds like it didn't go well. Sounds like it didn't go good. I don't know. The mom, I mean, the mom seems fairly normalish. No, but like Aaron doesn't talk about that guy. Like, I don't think the yeah. relationship worked out with mom and the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So that, oh, that's right. That wasn't her father. Mm-mm. Mm, Mm-mm. Interesting. Interesting. That's right. That's so right. Aaron says, you know, can't wait to go to Ohio. And mom assumed that she was volunteering as a prison pen pal and then took a left turn. <laughs> And Aaron said that would happen to me. And Aaron says within days, she knew she was obsessed with Michael. Here's a pro tip. I feel like if you're obsessed with your partner, I think that's a red flag. You're more obsessed with your partner than anyone I know. I'm not obsessed with him. I'm I'm quitting. Right, moving on. Right moving now. on. <laughs> I'm literally gonna punch. If it's a good thing we're only seeing each other through a screen because well, my I'm fists are like healthy. <laughs> you're more obsessed with your spouse than literally anyone I know. We she just had to- this conversation at dinner last night. Moving on. She went to see him in prison <laughs> and solidified things between them. <laughs> Aaron was born in New York State, and when she was seven, her mom met a dude and moved them to Australia. Yeah, and if you're right. doing your math, mom was 23, Aaron was seven, so she was also a teenage mom, which no shade. My mom was a teenage mom. Oh, I talk no, about no that shade. all the time. No shade. But I'm just saying, she young. Was, she was very young. Yeah. Was yep. she like 13, 14? That's, that's. No, she would oh, have been 16. Or 16. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fucking young. So Aaron is meeting up with her best friend, Becky. And Becky says, you need to have a backup plan, dude, especially since Michael reoffended. Mm-hmm. So we learn a little bit about Michael here. Yes. He served 15 years. He got out and he reoffended so within a year. One year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has lived more of his life in prison than out. That's yeah. terrifying to me. It's it's upsetting. It's upsetting. It's really upsetting. Mm-mm. So she says, where am I? Um. Aaron tells the camera, look, he is a warm, loving person, and I'm so sad that he has to be in there, and I'm so lucky that he chose me because anybody would be lucky to have him. I'm like, no, uh, no honey. No, my dear. Sweetheart. Um, she I'm a little closer. He also explains to Becky that, you know, Michael reoffended because he had nothing to live for, but now he is me. Now he's oh my God, no. Again, so again, when you're basing either sobriety or behavior on a spouse being in your life, that's that's a red flag as well. Oh, you mean like codependency? What? Yeah. So, oh, come on. Becky presents her with a gift. 
and she says she's been secretly planning a proposal with Michael and she she tells Aaron she's like you can only open it when Michael comes out and uh Aaron's like in the car park yes in the car park Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we learn that Aaron has a son that she's leaving behind Mm -hmm. I'm but she's upset about it and you know what okay let me no just hear me out I agree it's terrible however would you rather her take the son with her no 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 she's doing the right thing leaving the kid where he is i don't know and that might be her response to her trauma of being dragged across a different country it very well could be and i understand i understand all of this this is my own trauma (laughs) surfacing (laughs) and passing judgment here i am admitting that i'm not being a good human no it's not that let's just No, I agree with you. All I'm saying is let's wait until we know a little bit more of the story before we, you know, get into this with her. Like in a few episodes, I don't know. You know, I don't, I need to know more. Like what is her motivation for this? Is she planning on marrying him and coming right back? Is she planning on doing the 90 day fiance visa and bringing the son over? Like that's, you know, I need to know more. I don't know. I just don't know more. I, there is nothing in the world That would make me go across the world on the Mm -hmm. other side of the world and leave my children behind. Okay. What if Mark Rothlo Mm -hmm. wanted you to come to Germany and marry him and live with him forever and your boys were like 10 and fighting all the time and being complete boogerheads? Would you go? I would take them with me. <laughs> but I mean, what if, like, Patrick was here and he wouldn't let you take them? You had to choose between Mark Ruffalo and, oh, wait. and he was like, you can have a life, you could have a garden, you could paint furniture, you could do whatever you want. I have tons of money. Just come on. Amy, this isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> I have tons of money. You can do all the things you want mm-hmm. to do. That's not what's happening here, though. I know. I'm just teasing. Okay. What would I do, though? I would I not go. Are you I kidding me? Either, but I would, I would seriously contemplate it. Okay. I mean, I would first bargain with Patrick. <laughs> there, would ha- there would most definitely be, like, multiple negotiation sessions. I would. Before an agreement. Before, I'll like, a funnel decision. money to you from him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick or, or would give zero fucks. Let Let's Patrick be real. Live over there with him, with them. Patrick would care about the boys, a hundred percent. I would. They would all come. A hundred yes. in my life, you know this. We would all go, and mm-hmm. I would just marry Mark Ruffalo, and they would be like my three children. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. So Aaron lands in the States and she gets a call from Michael that he may have to go to a halfway house and they get into a fight and he's like, I'm sorry I had to inconvenience you. And they it just gets oh, amped no. up and amped up and amped up. And she is fighting back with him a little bit. Like she is like, know. you know, this sucks. She's, tr- da, da, da. she's trying to rationalize. Like she's trying to get him to calm down and be rational. And like it's he's not, not having it. This He says, this if you hang up, don't even come. This conversation triggered me so badly. This conversation's not as bad as the one when she's driving to the prison, I know, I know, I know, I know. So the next day, she's heading to the jail to pick him up, and he calls her again. And he says, the COs have come for everyone except me, and he's freaking out, and she tries to calm him down, and he is talking over her Mm -hmm. and being a huge dickbag. Like, it's bad. And it's it's real bad. (laughs) I'm yeah. literally like rocking back and forth because this is so upsetting to me. Like I'm having a physical reaction right now. She gets to the prison. His brother's there. What'd you think of the brother? Eyes on the brother. Oh, you mean the one that only had top fake teeth? He had mm-hmm. no teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and the brother was better like looking the, than him. The brother, yes, I know. I but I like, can't I'm join not, you I'm in the dental not, care no. thing because it's. I let me tell you a dental story real quick. Okay. I had to take my kid to the dentist yesterday. As you know, in this country, when people go on Medicare, when they retire, they don't get dental insurance. They have to pay for it. I was in the dentist's office and I saw a sweet old man come out of getting his cleaning and he had some other bridge work done and he had to write them a check for $700. I I do know this. In this fucking country where, you know, people have billions of dollars and are sending themselves into space. We can't get dental care for our precious seniors. Okay. Can we stop for a second? Before Sorry. everybody comes for me, because I know Sorry. what's going to happen. The reviews are coming. <laughs> we're sweating. I'm shaking and rocking back I get and forth. I get worked up about dental care. So I have, a, I have my – see, you guys, this is just triggering all of my childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So I have trauma around dental care. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, I was terrified of the dentist. Like, I have a whole story where we were downtown Scranton. My mother was trying to take me to the dentist. I wrapped myself around a parking meter, and there was like a whole situation, and she was freaking out, and she drove away and like threatened to leave me there because I was being mm-hmm. like, I was like five, okay, but mm-hmm. whatever. And then, like, the dentist has always just been traumatizing for me. And then I needed braces as a teenager because I had really ugly teeth and I had a mom that took off for a husband. So like the whole – and it just never happened for me. I ended up getting braces as an adult because no one 
took care mm-hmm. of me as a kid, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this. I'm not looking for pity. Like, that's not why I'm saying this. I'm just explaining that, like, this is hitting all of my trauma. So mm-hmm. if I'm saying things that sound off the fucking wall, it's truly only because I'm feeling traumatized. No, but I get it. I um, I truly, I, I, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. No, it's okay. I, really, I just I know what dental care costs and I, I know do too, but what I, the people in this country can't afford it. Right. And I just want you to understand, like, I do, I know that too. Yeah. Like, And I when you're like, too. when you literally can't put food on your fucking table, you're not thinking about putting braces on your kid. You know, I, I mean, was. you're like, my kid has t- teeth and that's good enough. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I oh. would, there is not a dirty dick I would not have sucked if it meant that it would fix my kid's teeth because of my own trauma. And I'm not kidding. Okay. I 100%. <laughs> I'm just going to say, suck, okay, let's move on. <laughs> I would suck all the dirty dick in the world and I'm not okay. even kidding. That's how crazy I am about teeth because be, I have to finish this because everyone's going to hate me. They do already. And I could tell you do just by the faces. No, no, no. Go ahead. When we're talking about seniors and dental care, let's not forget my dad. Mm -hmm. My dad is somebody that didn't have a lot of money, was a poor senior Mm -hmm. with tons of medical issues that nobody like couldn't afford to take care of. The dental issue thing was a real thing in my life too. I'm I'm judging this based on my own trauma. I'm just saying it's not because I'm being a jerk. I get it, but like no, 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 it's fine. And like I, I have a real thing about teeth. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Everybody feels the way they do about teeth. It's fine. I'm just saying I come from the point of view of, um, I don't know. I just feel like dental care for a lot of families in this country is a luxury. Oh, it totally is. And yeah. I know that. Believe yeah. me, I know that. Yeah. I know okay. that. Right. Let's go back to the brother now that I've just okay. okay. What'd you that think of the brother? Because I think the here here's what I think of the brother, can I say? Yeah. I feel like the brother is cuter than Michael. And he's standing there and he's like, wait a minute. This hot piece hot. ass is here mm-hmm. for him. And I like if that's an older sib or a younger sib, he is seething with rage. He's definitely older. Okay. Okay. So then but he's even more angry. Based on the teeth alone, I didn't even mm. notice. See, this is what I'm saying. I didn't even notice his teeth. He had no bottom teeth, you psycho. How did, did you, you not just notice? have small? Like sometimes I look like I don't even have a lip. Me, no. He was doing that like weird, like lip thing, mouth thing that you can do when you can okay. tell somebody doesn't have teeth holding their lip up. Oh god! You think I he has like zero a- teeth? On the bottom, yes. I think the top ones were probably dentures because they were really nice. Okay. I mean, like they looked, they looked like good teeth. I don't think okay. they were real, hmm. and that's fine. Yeah, but do My you dad think had dentures? Like, I get it. I get but it. But do you think that he would be insanely jealous because Aaron is so hot, and she's throwing herself around his shitty little brother who clearly has some rage issues and has been in jail? I don't think he's jealous. He didn't strike me as the jealous type. I think he was more just like weirded out. Like he okay. looked very uncomfortable, which was probably okay. like a camera thing. But yeah. I don't know. I didn't get that. He seemed like a decent guy. I don't know. I thought he was a little cutie. You know me. Little holdy. Little holdy on scene. Oh my God. He was not a holdy. If anybody okay. watched this, this is not the definition of a holdy. 
So Michael gets out and he's telling the camera that he's upset because his mom isn't there. This is another thing. A lot of these prisoners, and again, no crime is victimless here in in the three men that we have seen. You know, there's been somebody on the receiving end of a crime. So Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that, you know, he should be treated like better than anybody else. But I'm just saying it's sad that he didn't get to be with his mother when she died. That's all I'm saying. That is Um, sad. He starts hugging Aaron and crying and brother Jeremy's just standing there like, uh, hello, how about me? And, and Michael tells us that mom met Aaron and felt like she could finally go because Aaron was here to take care of him. And I have, this is DOA. This is a disaster. Yeah. This is going to be bad. real, real bad. This mm-hmm. is real bad. Let's move on because to she's Emma. kind of like, you can sort of see her taking on the role of parent. Yeah, it's not going to go well. She's parenting him. It's weird. It's not going to go well. He has anger issues, clearly. He's and the fact that he me. said he never had a close relationship with a woman. Uh, it's sure real problematic. So now I we have Emma this. and Curtis. And all you need to know about Emma, guys, is, again, she is from, oh, in case I didn't say it, Erin is from Australia, like we said, mm-hmm. and she's a hairdresser, mm-hmm. and she's 33. Mm-hmm. Michael was in Ohio. He was charged with, he's 43. He's charged with robbery, burgl- burglary. Mm-hmm. And receiving mm-hmm. stolen property. Mm-hmm. So now we're moving on to Emma, who's 32. She's from London and she's a post lady. A post lady. Oh, I like it. <laughs> and then, then we, she's hooked up with Curtis, who's 33 from Missouri. He is charged with carjacking and possession of a firearm, which we'll hear more about. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the only thing you need to know about Emma is she has a pillow with Curtis's face on it and it's him with the prison cell phone or it's the so prison funny. pay phone. Oh my God. It's, hilarious it's hilarious it reminds me of the cody brown pillow (laughs) yes yes now she has also met him in prison so the only people that hadn't met were svea and joseph which svea was probably real happy with that meeting Mm -hmm. so they've been emma and curtis have been talking for two and a half years and curtis says you know talking to emma has changed me and emma wrote to kurt she calls him kurt when he was in a really when she was in a really bad, violent relationship. And she says writing to a prisoner felt safe. And she said they dated eight months before even video chatting. And then six months after she started writing, he had proposed. She says she fell in love with him because she was 100% herself and he loved her for it. She says he saved her as much as she saved him. And she starts to cry. Oh my God, this is so weird. Their plan is they're going to get married in jail so they can get the visa process moving before she gets out, before he gets out. And so they're going to, they're going to do a spousal visa. So Uh there's the 90 day fiance visa. And then there's the spousal visa. These two are doing the spousal visa. And she says she makes many trips and it costs a fortune, but she's invested. And this is red flag alert. She is too far invested to give up. And mom didn't raise a quitter. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Her parents, I. Her parents I are not here for this bullshit. They're not. The dad, dad is like, I'm like, not here for this. He's like, he seems like kind of jolly almost. Doesn't they are he? proper Brits. These people. They are proper. They're like, oh, you want to have some tea and talk about your prisoner? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you if you woke up this morning and you were like, I need a show where I hear some real bad mm-hmm. British accents, you come mm-hmm. to the right place. Come yeah. to the right place. And Amy does a British accent for all accents. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. Mm-hmm. It's great. Even if you are German, you get yeah. a British accent. Or from mind. New Zealand. Yes, because I yeah. am very bad at accents, as you as you just heard. 
<laughs> and that's literally the only one I can even pull out. So there we go. Mm. So she asks if if you ask my friend or she says if you ask my friends and family, they will tell you this is not the wildest thing I ever did. And, you know, if that doesn't raise some alarms, I don't know what is. I know what is the wildest thing she did if it's not this. What could it be? I don't know. I don't know. I I need to know. I don't know. So she says that she will be in the prison and his mom will be there as a witness to the wedding. Mom and dad are just like, dude, do you know what you're doing? What are you doing? Do you know what you're doing? Do I need to send you to Willy Wonka? Oh, I hate him. How Mm. dare you? I hate Willy Wonka. That's the the scariest movie ever. Between Willy Wonka and A Clockwork Orange, just sedate me. Well, they're two very different movies there. But they scare me (laughs) in the same way. I'm terrified of both of them. So that's the mashup we all need. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? So we learn that Curtis is charged with carjacking with a gun. And Emma's like, everyone in America has a gun. You know how they are over there. And she says, and he knew the victim. It was his cousin. And then she tells the camera, I'm friends with the victim now. I know. It's, this gets wilder and wilder. I can't I wait to see this come to fruition. And let me tell you something. We all know that we love our we love our polite Brits, right? We love how polite oh, they yeah. are. This production company is British and they have reached, like, I've been in contact with them. They are the sweetest people ever. They're like, Aww. wait till you hear these incredible stories of these women. We're so glad Aww. you're covering it. Like, they're so sweet. Oh, they they really like us. Well, I don't well, know if you. they know what they're getting into yet, but here we go. <laughs> yeah, so, after they heard my 20-minute rant about fucking teeth. <laughs> Dad says he has spoken with Curtis a few times and... Curtis has tried to impress him, and he shouldn't try to impress him. Let's just say that. Dad's like, he's got the stank face on. He's yeah. like, Mm-mm. I like this dad. He might be my favorite person from this whole episode. He was very jolly. Didn't he look he jolly. like a, He reminded me like of, let's go back to a Willy Wonka situation. No. He goes back. To, he reminds me of uh, Augustus Gloob's father. Remember? I don't want to know what that is. No, I hate it. Okay. Never say it again. So, I love that movie so much. I hate it. Cheer up, Charlie. Amy, stop. Do I need to pull out Zelda? Okay, moving on. So, mom and dad hope that he is what she thinks he is, but they're like, we're going to be here to sweep up the paces again. And Emma's like, well, there will be paces that need to be swept up. I mean, when you're admitting it. She's going into this knowing it's going to be a fucking disaster. Kind of like me in my first wedding. And my first as well. <laughs> Who am I to judge? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So yeah. now we have Emma showing production the letters she got from Curtis, including his penis outline. Now we've seen this on Love After Lockup before. Oh, this you is have? a comment. Yes. They can't do dick pics, so they trace their penis to show Amy. you how big it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop it. This is a thing. Stop. There's another trick that they do. So you can send so the prisons like look at the pictures that you're sending back and forth, right? So sometimes the women will send a picture, and you know how when you show someone a picture on your camera roll, you could see the little pictures underneath, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're mm-hmm. so small that you can't mm-hmm. really see them. They'll put a nude down there, uh, so the people don't catch it when it's on its way in, but the prisoner knows they can blow it up and see you. Yeah, okay, that's smart. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's a whole world. 
So she says she's, despite not sending, uh, spending a lot of time with him outside of prison, she feels like they know each other very deeply. Mm. And that's the end of our episode. We have met these women. We have met these men. Well, we haven't met Curtis yet. All right. There's a few things that I need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Number one. We're not going to teeth again, are we? No. Okay. Go ahead. I won't go to teeth again. All right. Why are all of these beautiful women pumping so much filler in their face? Can we please stop this trend? Oh, do you think Aaron is, my girl? Amy, oh, do you live under a fucking yeah, rock? Yeah, I'm dumb. Let me let me pull up the picture that production sent me of Amy. She's I got like resting duck lips because there's so much filler in her face. Oh my god, and, where is the cast picture that I had? I thought I had a ca- cast picture. Savea, so I think, is the only one that doesn't. Don't get... I, 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 all right, before we before we come for me again, I have had filler. I get Botox regularly. I am not throwing shade at, you know, why we do that. I just... It hurts me when I see these beautiful people. Put well, why do you so, do it? I did filler once and I won't do it again. Okay. Like maybe they're just trying it once. No. The amount of shit that's in their face, they're not just trying it. This is like a regular goddamn thing. No. Nobody looks like this after one time. There's no way. I know way too much about it. Nope. 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 I feel like it's very common It is. And I know that. And that's what I'm saying. But like. I mean, I personally am, you know how weird I am about putting stuff in my face. I'm not going to do it, but I am happy of being a wrinkly old bag. So I'm not happily happy being wrinkled, but I just, I don't know. I just want to see somebody without 700 pounds of silicone in their lips. Savea definitely does not. No, she does not. Emma is full of lips, big time and cheeks. Her cheeks aren't real either. And Aaron is full of it too. Okay. That was my first thing. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I just think they're so beautiful. I know. And I I feel like when I, there was one season of Married at First Sight Australia that I watched and every woman on that show was the exact same way. Like, I feel like it's even more so a thing in other countries than I feel like it is here. And I could be totally fucking wrong. I don't know. I don't but know. It's really bad. And it just doesn't, I don't know, whatever. I know nothing about it. I mean, but idiot. I'm coming at this from, I spent nine years with a doctor. Well, not, I worked with a doctor that, no, 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 you know what I mean. <laughs> that like did cosmetic procedure. Like mm-hmm. I, I know what it looks like. I, I've okay. seen it. I get it. Okay. But, okay. That was number one. Number two, which is the most important question. So, Let's just say I'm going to marry a prisoner, okay? Okay. I'm moving to New Zealand to marry Cameron after he hurts somebody like you think he's going (laughs) to. After he murders everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you, as my best friend, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. what was her name? Becca? Becca. Becky. Um, Becky. With two Ks. Would you get in contact with my prisoner boyfriend and pick out my engagement ring? I need to know. I mean, yeah, I guess. You would. Well, what am I going to do? You have not to let me go on your side. 
Well, that would come way before the engagement would be me trying to talk you out of it. <laughs> but like, if it got to the point where you were like, I'm definitely doing this. I don't know. I would feel like you would need somebody on your side. Of course. And this you is why I'm mean? the best friend ever. And I'm the worst. Cause you can't, you can't, I would never let you feel isolated. Well, no, and I wouldn't either, but yeah. like, that was just, wow. So, but like the friend is all like, I don't know, like whatever she said. She was the like, friend, the friend, I think the it. friend played it perfect. Cause the friend is like, here's, here are my concerns. Yes. But also I'm still supporting you. Yes. So you can no. come to me when this all falls apart, which it will. I completely agree. And I think it was great. I'm just saying that's a really big thing to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I had a third point and I forget what it was. Are you excited for the show? Um, yes. Yeah. And I'm guaranteeing you by the end of this episode, no one's going to listen to me again because I have too many questions. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I mean, guys. Like, I truly am apologizing. <laughs> this is like all my mind is blown. This like, is your intro, right to the, mm-hmm. intro to the prison genre. I've it's never okay. been in the prison genre. It's and okay. I'm, I'm a little shell-shocked. The prison genre is – it's tricky because, yeah. you know, sometimes – we forget these are humans and there's, you know. I know. And I I, I recognize that they're real Sure, people. of course. I know you do. And, um, you know, but I don't know. There's also like some ridiculousness around it that it's okay to there laugh is. about. Yeah, 100 yeah. million bazillion yeah. percent. Thank God. Like Aaron and Michael, I'm here for this shit show. This oh, is going down. Same. And also like, you know, it wouldn't be a terrible thing if it petered out and Aaron had to go back home to her son. Like that's a good thing. I need to know more about this kid. I feel bad for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Like, All right, guys. Next imagine? week we meet, we meet more couples, including uh, somebody from Ukraine. I can't wait to see that. Same. Also, and, I didn't uh, know there were going to be more couples, and they're oh, like yeah, next yeah, yeah, on, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck? How many are there? I have a whole. I will put this in the backdoor friends. I have a whole. There's seven couples. One, oh, two, wow. Three. Four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. Seven couples. I have a I whole. Let me send this to you. I'll reveal it to you on air. Okay. Okay. And you can take a look. And I will put this in Backdoor Friends, of course. Guys, we do have a Facebook group where we talk about these shit shows and we talk about some some smarty pants shows that we cover as well. And uh, it's a very loving and supporting environment. It's called Backdoor Friends. And we called that because... The real friends, the ones who would like help you bury a body, they come in through the back door and not your, not your back door, your pleasure door. That's a different space. This mm-hmm. is like your back door of your house. Okay. Do you see the picture? I texted oh, yeah. it to you. Oh, you texted it. I was looking at my email. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. All these women are pretty nice or pretty beautiful. I did. I do remember seeing that very tall, thin blonde. Yeah, she's the Ukraine woman. Yeah, I remember seeing her. That one looks like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that that one on the upper right hand, the woman with the tattoo sleeves, like they look like they're just chilling in an Austin, Texas bar. Yeah, they do. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the one in the middle, though. Yes. She looks like Kim Kardashian. I mean, good for her. I mean, yeah, and they're posing together through the prison glass. They are. Mm-hmm. So, yes, guys, I'll throw this in backdoor friends. And if you haven't already, Steph and I cover Married at First Sight. Listen to us do that. 
Um, our other bestie, Amanda, and I are covering Sister Wives. We're starting mm-hmm. David. And, we have Christine and David's Wedding Part 2 this week. And then we have the Sister Wives Rewatch, which will be exclusively on our paid tiers. And that begins next week. And there is a special guest star in that episode. Don't get too excited. It's just mm-hmm. a funny thing. Okay. But okay. I'm going to I'm gonna have some fun with Amanda there for a little bit. Oh, boy. Poor Amanda. And uh, <laughs> I'll be wearing my Portal to the Cat Dimension shirt, I'm sure. And Which is amazing. And I'm really pissed. I just want to say again that you didn't buy one for me. Just saying. I know. You know, I thought Thanks. about that. I should have sent you guys both one, and I didn't. Yeah. I also ordered the Fuck Off, fuck off Janelle mug, which is going to be here, like, no. tomorrow. Like, yeah, I fuck? just... Timmy knows, like it's in the budget. Just sister wives gear is just in the budget. I know. Um, I love it. Yeah. Also, speaking of gear, somebody please find me the sequin bear top. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. Love you, rounds. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.